0: Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Have you ever wondered what God is like or what Jesus was all about or how you get saved and what getting saved means anyway? Well, if you've ever felt embarrassed to ask, please don't. I really want to help you understand our big, amazing God. And a great place to start is a little book that I wrote called The Basics. God, You, Jesus, and Faith. And here's more good news. If you're always on the go and don't have time to read, you can now listen to The Basics as a podcast series. Just search for The Basics with Pastor Mike Novotny wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We did it. We made it. It's day five. And throughout this week, we've been hanging out with Jesus in that upper room as he's been setting everything up to give us this New Testament Lord's Supper. Something we call communion. We've checked out the disciples. They're infighting. They're feuding. We've hung out with Jesus, reaching out to Judas to, draw, to, draw, to try to draw him back. And here they're having this, this special meal. And now Jesus is going to give you a special meal. A meal that gives you the power, the love, and the mercy of his forgiveness. And all that comes out of that Old Testament Passover meal. Earlier this week, I told you some of the dinner menu items that were there. That they ate uh, roasted lamb over the fire. And that was a picture of Jesus. If you remember, John the Baptist looks at Jesus and says, look, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Well, Jesus was that sacrificial lamb. And through his blood shed on the cross, Jesus going through the, the fires of temptation, the fires of hell for us, forgiveness then is granted. In that Old Testament Passover meal, they pulled out bitter herbs and they ate bitter herbs. And that was to remind them of what their sins do to, to God. It's bitter in the mouth of God, that the sins, the wrongs that we do. They also ate unleavened bread. Because the original Passover meal was of the 10 plagues when when the Israelites are in Egypt. And so they're praying, God, please get us out of slavery. And as soon as the Passover meal happens, the uh, Pharaoh finally says, you can leave. They didn't have time to make bread, put yeast in it to rise. And so God is reminding them that through this meal, God brought them in the Old Testament, deliverance. And so, amazingly, then Jesus takes that bread, reminding them of deliverance from slavery, and he puts the New Testament in our Lord's Supper. He takes that bread and he breaks it. He gives it to his his disciples and says, Take and eat. This is my body. Jesus gives that over to them and now is going to give them freedom from their slavery to sin. After the meal, Jesus takes a cup of wine. And he passes that to the disciples as well. And he says, now this, this is my blood poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. In the New Testament Lord's Supper, what God grants to you, what God gives to you is himself, his mercy, his love, his forgiveness. And much like how that Old Testament meal, they ate bitter herbs, it reminded them of their sins so they confessed that to God. So also when you come up for communion, God encourages us to to open our hearts before God, to confess our sins and our weaknesses, our insecurities, our infirmities, everything that's there, and give that over to God. And what does God give you? Love, perfection, healing, and forgiveness. There's two final things I want to teach you in connection with the New Testament Lord's Supper. And here they are. Here's the first one. If you're new to church, and you haven't gone up for communion yet, or if you've been a lifelong Christian, you've been going to communion, I want to teach you something about the brilliance of God. God gets us, because he made us. He gets that we're tangible beings. Something has to be there for us to fully understand it. At the beginning of the worship service, in most churches, there's a confession and forgiveness of sins. Maybe your church is really formal. It's called a, a liturgy where the pastor speaks and the people speak and it's this back and forth thing and there's the confession of sins and the the pastor announces forgiveness. Maybe in your church it's a little more contemporary where it's in a song or it's in a prayer. My question for you is this. What is the difference between the forgiveness that's given at the beginning of the worship service just announced verbally by the pastor and the forgiveness that's given and received in communion? And And the difference is there's no difference. But yet you go to communion and you feel so connected to God. And why is that? Because God gets us. He connects the intangible, his forgiveness, with something that we can touch, that we can eat, and know and feel God's love. Final cool thing I want to teach you is the original way that that they ate the Passover meal. God commanded them in the book of Exodus, eat that original Passover meal with your sandals on your feet, your cloak tucked into your belt so you could run, and your staff in your hand. That seems really strange. <laughs> if you invited me over for a dinner party and it was raining and I kept my wet shoes on, my wet jacket, and my car keys in one hand and ate, I would think, like, wow, this guy does not want to be here. But God is telling them, hey, through this original Passover meal, as soon as this is done, I'm busting you out of here. I'm giving you what you need. I'm giving you freedom from your bondage of slavery and the New Testament Lord's Supper, God does the same. God also delivers you from a lifetime of sin and shame into his gracious arms of love. That is the gift that God has given you. His true body, his true blood, his love, his forgiveness. Hope you understand communion quite a bit better. May God bless you and give you great joy as you live for him. Looking forward to seeing you next time.